0: This is a podcast. You know what I mean? And we do our little turn on the catwalk. It's I'm Too Sexy by Right Said Fred on the Super Hits Podcast. Here we go. Super Hits Podcast. We are talking about some sexy songs. And I am Alan on all the social media slip with five eyes or slip. And I'm joined by somebody who used to call himself the sexy boy. So he fits <laughs> in for this song. Yes. Hey, it's uh, Jamie Z,
1: megamix.com.com is my website. I am uh, also a uh, known as a sexy
0: dancer. Oh, yes, you are. That is correct. You have quite the sexy history. Yes, of course. And, and that's good news because we're talking about Right Said Fred and yes. I'm Too Sexy. Do you just want to get into this one? I don't
1: know. I don't know if I do. <laughs>
0: I know you almost want to be like,
1: uh, this song sucks, let's end this episode.
0: Nope, That's here we funny. go. 25 <laughs> minutes. Let's do it.
1: So, right... <laughs>
0: <laughs> right... That little jingle after that. Yep. <laughs> so good. Right Said Fred, they're an English pop band formed by brothers Fred and Richard Fairbrass. Prior to forming Right Said Brett, Fred, the Fairbrass uh, brothers had been playing music since the mid-1970s. <laughs> what? They were in a band called The Actors and they oh. toured with Suicide. They supported Joy Division. Oh. <laughs> uh, the Fair ba- Brass Brothers formed the Right Said Fred group in 1989. Richard is on lead vocals and bass, and Fred is on guitar. Prior to forming the group, Richard was employed as a session bassist for artists, including, get this, Boy George, Mick Jagger, and David Bowie. Nice. He appeared as the bass guitarist in Bowie's short film, Jazzin' for Blue Jean. Jazzin'. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes. Uh, in 1987, Fred Fairbrass appeared as a guitarist in the Bob Dylan vehicle, Hearts of Fire. Okay. The group was named after the novelty song, Right Said Fred, which was a hit single for singer and actor Bernard Cribbins in 1962. Oh, that's like my favorite song of all time. <laughs> I-, I know, right? I, I can't Bernard believe... Cribbins. I have
1: the whole discography.
0: Oh, I know, right? Let's see, best of Cribbins, super hits, Bernard Cribbins, <laughs> uh, the very best of Bernard Cribbins. Yeah, yes. I can go on. So the brothers were originally accompanied by drummer Ray Weston and guitarist Dan Cruz. Weston left in 1990 to join the progressive rock group Wishbone Ash. Uh, Cruz left the next year. Guitarist Rob Manzoli joined in 1990 and remained with the group until 1997. But really, anything after this song doesn't matter. <laughs> right?
1: Yeah, I guess so. so.
0: So according to Song Facts, the group started off as a serious rock act. But when the I'm Too Sexy song took off, the Fairbrass Brothers took on the personas of the character in the song, dressing the part and preening appropriately... So so
1: they, this wasn't, like, by design. Well, they I were mean, like, they just kind of stumbled into this ridiculousness.
0: I, I think the song was by design, though it is, you know, a tongue-in-cheek song. But, uh, you yes, know, it that, took that, off. That
1: tongue, is, that tongue is stuck so far into that cheek, it's coming out the other side.
0: <laughs> so the group quickly settled as a dance music act with a humorous bend. Their litmus test for a good song became, Does It Make You Laugh?, which... I mean, for Weird Al, maybe. I don't know. (laughs) So uh, most UK listeners were in on the joke, but American audiences often perceive Right Said Fred Frontman as being just as dippy as they appear in the uh, video. Amazing. Uh, So I won't get into recent history a great deal, but as of 2017, they were still releasing albums.
1: Oh, my God.
0: Uh, Wikipedia, pardon me, Wikipedia. Yes. List nine studio albums that they've released. Uh, (laughs) Yes. Yes. Um, Up, which is the album that this song appeared on, appears to be the only album released in the US. So, because this one hit number one, spoiler alert, we have some words from Tom Brahan and the number ones. Yes. So he says, Right, Said Fred are still around and they still play shows sometimes. They've become big anti vaxxers. (sighs) Which is not especially sexy. (laughs) Right Said Fred will always be remembered as one hit wonders in the US, but that one hit has never gone away. Tons of songs have sampled or interpolated I'm Too Sexy. Right Said Fred might be too sexy for a lot of things, but they're not too sexy for your publishing check. (laughs) So Up is their debut album. It was released in 1992 on Charisma uh, Records. It is their only U.S. album released to date, and peaked at number forty-six on the Billboard 200 charts. On the UK albums charts, can you guess what it reached?
1: Um, the album? Yeah. Uh,
0: number one. That is correct. Oh my god. So, "I'm Too Sexy" was released on July fifteenth, nineteen ninety-one, as the debut single. The Fairbrass brothers were managers at a London dance studio called The Dance Attic, where they came across a lot of narcissism and posing. I wonder if Lugs went there. (laughs) Yes, so much much posing. Uh, As Rich Fairbrass tells it, they had a loop playing on the computer and inspired by his dance studio experience. He spontaneously took his shirt off and started singing, I'm too sexy for my shirt. So we have the computer to thank. Yep. Uh, Tom Brahan said, at first, the members of Right Said Fred imagined I'm Too Sexy as a rock song. They got Heaven 17's Ian Craig Marsh, one of the founding members of the Human League, to help them record a demo. They put it together at a cheap studio where a friend let them record at night. A cheap
1: studio? You've got to be kidding me. (laughs) This is recorded cheaply.
0: Once Right Said Fred had the I'm Too Sexy demo, which I wish I could find online, The group shopped it around to every record label that they could find, and they were all turned down. But Tasman Arnowitz, an extremely young receptionist at a London studio, loved the song, and she told Wright, Said Fred that she'd get the song on the radio if she could become their manager. They agreed. That's Uh, who's to blame. Yes. Um, Aronowitz played the song for the record producer Guy Holmes, who couldn't tell if he loved it or hated it. But who could not get it out of his head? That's according, again, to Tom Brahan. So, back to song facts. The guys thought it was hilarious and worked up a song around the phrase, I'm too sexy. A demo found its way to Guy Holmes. He contacted the band, had them remix the song into a dance track, and then it was shopped to record labels. It had uh, no takers. So Holmes (laughs) set up his own label called Tug Records. (laughs) Yes. That's and, great. And released the song, and of course, it became a huge hit once it hit the airwaves. <clears throat> so, uh, Tug Holmes, uh, or not? Yeah, Tug. Ho- or sorry, wait, wait, no, 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 Guy, guy Holmes. Holmes. Tug Holmes. That's his name. Guy Holmes went on to a very successful career as a record mogul, promoting Salt and Peppa and bringing Crazy Frog to the masses.
1: You know what? This guy, right now, like these
0: two things that he's responsible for, terrible. Yep. Speaking to The Independent about the first time you heard I'm Too Sexy, Holmes said, I heard that coming back from a night out with this very cute girl I fancied, who didn't fancy me, unfortunately, she was sitting drunk on the, uh, in the back seat, and said she managed a band. She put the cassette in and there was I'm Too Sexy, an awful rock demo version. It was clear it would make a great dance record, though. Radio One loved it, but no label would touch it. I thought "Bullocks to this and put it out myself. It sold 6 million singles and 5 million albums. So, you know what? Good for that, dude.
1: Well, yeah. Listen, always with sales. Good for them. Doesn't mean I have to like it.
0: Yep. In a Song Facts interview with the Fairbrass Brothers, Fred cited a bass line and a little bit of marijuana as creative inspiration. Said Fred. Get it? (laughs) Right? Yes, said Fred.
1: Fred. Perfect.
0: It was a very, very hot day in a very, very non-air-conditioned basement studio. It was those things, that perfect storm. And lyrically, the whole supermodel thing was huge at the time. So lyrically, it's making fun of that sort of narcissism that uh, that came from that. Again, Tom Brahan said, I was 12 years old when I'm Too Sexy had its three weeks at number one in the United States. And I did not know shit about shit, but I knew that I'm Too Sexy was funny. More specifically, I knew it was funny to me anyway to run around uh, m- uh, monotoning about how I was too sexy for my homework or whatever. I did not get away with telling my dad that I was too sexy to mow the lawn. Yes. <laughs> and I knew I wouldn't, but I still tried it. So we were what, 13, 12 when this came out? So
1: 1991, what, came out July 15th? So I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm 14.
0: I'm just about to turn thirteen. It's right between our birthdays. Yes, it is. Uh so what did you think of this song at the time? Hated it. Really? From this very get-go, right? Oh yeah. All right. Yeah, did did not like it. Um I don't know. Uh I,
1: I can get, you know, the the appeal of it. But uh yeah, no, back then, I mean we were when we put a cassette out of our stupid band and like a few years later we had the coalition against Right Said Fred on the inside. <laughs> Nice. So this is not something where it's like, oh, I hate it now, so I hate it. Then we hate it. Then.
0: Uh, I owned the tape. Up. I'm sure you did. I know you were you were young back, yep. back then. Yeah, you're always younger than me. Not as smart. So the track clocks in at two minutes and fifty seconds, which is short by our standards, but I would imagine you think that that's fine. It's a little long, actually. <laughs> <laughs> I actually said it's acceptable because the song makes its point without going too long. So that's
1: true. I'll give it that.
0: Uh, there are 52 versions of the single on Discogs. Numerous remixes which appear across the singles. Here's a quick list. We have the UK 7-inch, which has I'm Too Sexy and an instrumental on the B-side.
1: So you can sing along on your on your own.
0: Yes, and say sure. all the things that you're too sexy for, right? Yes, yes. The UK 12-inch has uh, I'm Too Sexy, I'm Too Sexy the 7-inch version, I'm Too Sexy the 12-inch instrumental. And <clears throat> We have the UK CD single with uh, Betty's Mix, 7-inch mix, instrumental, and the I'm Too Sexy Italian version. Ah. And I said, they speak, I listened to it, they speak much better Italian than I do, but it sounds like an English guy speaking in Italian. All right. The U.S. single has the 7-inch version, the extended club mix, Betty's mix, which is 6 minutes and 18 seconds. Oh, my God. Catwalk mix, which is 7 minutes and 48 seconds. Oh! Yep. Yep. They have "I'm Too Sexy" open parenthesis, Tushapella close parenthesis. Okay, that's kind of funny. It is thirty seven seconds long. I said I wanted to know what this is, so I had to listen. It's just the "I'm Too Sexy for My Car" portion of the song over the core uh, and the chorus over a simple beat. No idea why they made this. <clears throat> they also have yes. "I'm Too Sexy" the Spanish version, and again, oh. they speak much better Spanish than I do, but it sounds like an English guy speaking in Spanish. All right. I own the US seven-inch from Charisma Records, released in 1991. Uh, it's easy to find. The cover of the single is a lipstick kiss over a white background with the words mm-hmm. "I'm Too Sexy" across the top. Yep. The band is listed as RSF. Um, Very cool. But they do have to put in parentheses, right? Said Fred. <laughs> Close. No point.
1: Completely pointless.
0: Yeah. And I wonder why they didn't just do the full band name. The back of the cover is a track listing on a white background. They uh, had three Greatest Hits compilations. No. One is from Poland, and the other two are called Introducing and Hits. Okay. (laughs) Yeah, so there you go. The song appears on hundreds of compilations, but I did not feel like pointing them out specifically, so I got none for you. Okay. Professional wrestler Buddy Landell... Yes. Used this song as his theme music when he wrestled in Smoky Mountain Wrestling. Of course he did. This was also used by pro wrestler G Spot. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, in Europa, wrestler Memphis Reigns in ECCW, and Scorpio Jr. in IWRG.
1: Oh, that's why I like my favorite wrestler.
0: <laughs> this was used in numerous movie soundtracks, including Encino Man, yeah. The Do Over, uh, Angry Birds 2, your favorite movie. Oh, I love that movie. Uh, Grumpy old men, like uh, oh you know, I hate it. You can just so imagine sad. the scene, right?
1: Yes, I can imagine the scene, Walter Matthau. Like yeah. I, I don't even, I don't even want to think about it.
0: Uh, that darn cat, and a movie, yes. and a movie that we saw in the theaters, and we're excited to see Beverly Hills Ninja.
1: Yes, Beverly Hills Ninja.
0: <laughs> and I believe nice, you were nice shit I shot
1: the coach. Yep, exactly. Yep.
0: Uh, It was used on a lot of TV shows as well, including 90210, Supernatural, Supergirl, Fresh Off the Boat, NCIS, and at least three episodes of The Simpsons, of course. Of course. Uh, That's all my facts. You want to go to lyrics? Yeah. I mean. (laughs) So I I don't know. I put as my favorite lyrics, "I'm too sexy for my hat," and you know why. (laughs) I'm too sexy for my hat.
1: Hat <laughs> too sexy for my hat. I mean, uh, I like the the cat. I mean, I, I I I like cats, so being too sexy for the cat is is great. Um, you know, poor pussy cat.
0: Well, I think it's also you know an excuse to get the word pussy in the of song, right? Of course, yes. and, and I like the ending. I'm too sexy for this song is the end of the song. I mean, all right. <laughs> that's good. probably
1: the better. That's probably the that's probably the part that is like the funniest and the most clever.
0: So I wrote, does this really need a lot of interpretation? It's a joke song about being too sexy for various things. Yes. Tom Brahan said, in some ways I'm too sexy was tailor-made for the 1992 Zeitgeist. This was the dawn of the supermodel era. There had been ultra famous models in previous decades, but for whatever reason, the ultra famous models of the nineties were more famous than the previous ultra famous models. The media documented all of them tirelessly, trading them with a strange fascination that couldn't be pinned to horniness. In that climate, I'm Too Sexy came off as both spoof and tribute, a way to clown the fashion industry that was so gentle that the fashion industry could treat it as an anthem.
1: Okay.
0: So, if you can believe it, people wanted to talk about their own thoughts on the I... song. Yep. A uh, couple of comments from song meetings. Oh, no. <laughs> Absent124 said... I'm too sexy to leave a comment
1: Oh my god
0: By the way, you left a comment <laughs> this is, oh, There you go J Ethan 378 said Wow, I can't believe no one has posted the actual meeting This is obviously a song ridiculing the American people He is saying how stuck up we are And how high we hold supermodels and such Just thought I'd leave my two cents worth Oh my god, please yeah, Please stop trying to read into this Aiden said this song is actually called "Catwalk," by the way.
1: <laughs> I love getting the song title wrong in yep. your comments.
0: Uh, Aiden Turner said, uh, "I'm a model." You know what I mean? Means he is a rent boy, aka male prostitute, advertising her, himself as a male uh, as a model. Hence, you knowing wink if you know what I mean. Oh my God! Come on. <laughs> yep. And, uh, Tim Couch too said, totally agree with Mathers. This song is by a, a oh yeah, a butt screwing can't put in the word. Yes. And I think the song is a piece of shit and that everyone who loves this song, and then he calls out people who left comments about liking the song oh are a bunch of, can't say this word themselves. Peace out. So wow. Tim Couch, very upset that about people. who else. Yep. So if, If Tim Couch listened to this podcast, he would think that I am that same thing.
1: Yes, there you go.
0: All right, reception.
1: Oh, wait, before we go on. Yes. um, I I was looking at song facts. And my favorite thing about song facts is the people that ask, how can you be too sexy for your car? (laughs) It's
0: like, Uh just seriously asking the question. Well, they're wondering, right? Wait a second.
1: How how is that possible?
0: Not the cat.
1: Well, no, another person said cot, too. All right. Ridiculous. Anyway.
0: All right. Reception time. (laughs) So I'm Too Sexy equaled the record for the most weeks at number two on the UK singles charts without ever topping the chart. Yes. It stayed at number two for six weeks in a row. It was held back by Brian Adams. Yes. Open parenthesis everything I do close parenthesis I do it for you. Yes. I also noted that song would stay at number one for sixteen consecutive weeks. That's right. It was a huge in the huge, huge here, huge, hugeer in the UK. Yeah. So the week that it peaked at number two, August eleventh, nineteen ninety-one. Here's the top ten in the UK. Yes. Uh, everything I do, I do it for you at number one. I'm too sexy at number two. Number three, more than words by Extreme. Number four, Move Any Mountain by The Shaman. Yes. Number five, Set Adrift on Memory Bliss by PM Dawn. PM Dawn. Number six, All Four, the number four love by Color Me Badad. Yes, Color Me Badad. Number seven, Winter in July by Bomb the Bass. Number eight, Now That We Found Love by Heavy D and the Boys. All right. Number 9, Enter Sandman by Metallica Yes, Number 10, Summertime by DJ Jazzy Jeff and the Fresh Prince I kind of like that UK <clears throat> top 10 Not too bad at all um, I'm Too Sexy debuted on the Billboard Hot 100 chart During the week of December 21st, 1991 at number 67 In between Groovy Train by The Farm and A Day in My Life Without You by Lizette Melendez. Uh, well, those I, are like
1: two of my favorites.
0: So I uh, put this uh, these notes together before the gimmick started where we look ah. up those songs, so I do not well, have other notes. That's
1: long in advance.
0: Yes. Uh, this would peak at number one during the week of February 8th, 1992, where it would stay at three weeks. Here is the top ten for February 8th, 1992. All right. <clears throat> I'm Too Sexy at number one. At number two, Shanice with I Love Your Smile.
1: Oh
0: yeah, yeah. Number three, uh, the live version of "Don't Let the Sun Go Down on Me," George Michael and Elton mm-hmm. John. Number four, "Diamonds and Pearls" by Prince and the New Power Generation. Yes. Number five, "All for Love" by Color Me Badda. <laughs> yes. Number six, "Smells Like Teen Spirit" by Nirvana, which we covered. Yes. Um, I don't know the episode. You do that stuff. Uh, episode seventy-two. <laughs> Number seven, "Can't Let Go" by Mariah Carey. Number eight, "To Be with You" by Mr. Big. Number nine, finally, by CC Pederson. Pennison, Pennison uh, pardon me. Ah, Penniston. Jesus. Penniston. yes. Ah. And number 10, Tell Me What You Want Me To Do by Tevin Campbell. Okay. The song I'm Too Sexy peaked at number two in Canada on February 29th, 1992. That would be a leap year.
1: That's right. Well done.
0: Yeah. The uh, top 10 in Canada for that leap year, 1992. Uh, Don't Let the Sun Go Down On Me, number one. I'm Too Sexy, number two. The Cock with No Regrets at number three. Yes. Uh there will be uh, there will never be another tonight by Brian Adams at number four, some more CanCon. Yeah. Uh you two with Mysterious Ways at number five. And number six, I can't dance by Genesis. Yes. Number seven, to be with you by Mr. Big. Number eight, Diamonds and Pearls. Number nine, Michael Jackson with Remember the Time. Yes. And number ten, Good For Me by Amy Grant. Okay. In that edition of RPM magazine. Yes, yes. Tim yes. Evans had the following notes about the top 10. Okay. He says, East versus West. Don't let the sun go down on me holds the number one spot for the third week. It continues to have strong support out west, where it is number one at CFAX Vancouver, CKSA Lloyd Minster, and Q94 Winnipeg. Mm. Yes. I'm, I'm Too Sexy moves up to number two thanks to strong support in the east. It is number one at CJCB Sydney, CKOI Montreal. And C-H-O-G in Toronto And I wish C-H-O-G was the hog Yes (laughs) Um, I'm Too Sexy was successful on the singles charts worldwide It became a hit in several continents And it made its way to number one in Australia, Austria, Ireland, and New Zealand So, yeah, big, big song uh, yeah, year-end charts, UK Singles, it was number four uh, year-end. Really? 1991. Wow, that's
1: one of the higher ones that we've come across. And in
0: 1992, U.S. Billboard Hot 100, number 13, and Canada, number 44. Uh, the song has 90 million streams on Spotify as of February 2023, and the music nice. video has been viewed over 32 million times on YouTube. Okay. All-music editor Stephen Schnee described the song as a humorous yet misunderstood swipe at self-centered male bodybuilders and models. David Taylor Wilson from the Bay Area Reporter called it a campy send-up to the fashion world. In November 91, Larry Flick from Billboard wrote, Thoroughly fun and goofy diddy recently heated up international dance floors and radio airwaves. Uh, Let's see, British Magazine Music Week deemed it an eccentric and amusingly muttered uh, I mean, we, you knew this part already. 121.7 BPM pop rattler. I did,
1: yeah.
0: Uh, Spin wrote, this 12-inch along with the video is the most inescapable assault on mass, mass consciousness since Gypsy Woman. Oh, my God. Tom Brahan said, I can't rightly say that I'm Too Sexy is a good song. It's repetitive to the point of deep irritation and there's nothing much to it other than one endless playback hook But I'm Too Sexy doesn't really try to be a good song. It tries to get stuck in your head. And at that, the song is hugely successful. Let's see what else. I'm Too Sexy in June 2007 was voted number 80 on VH1's 100 Greatest Songs of the 90s. Uh, However, uh, Blender in April of 2008 rated this number 49 on the 50 Worst Songs Ever. Mm. And April 2011, VH1 uh, had another list. The 40 greatest one-hit wonders of the 90s where this was voted number two. Okay. And Billboard listed this at number 210 of Billboard's top songs of the 90s. So more praise wow. than not. So don't know what to tell you, but... Uh, oh, hey, it is what it is. Let's go to covers. Okay. So the guitar riff in I'm Too Sexy was interpolated from a 1967 Jimi Hendrix song called oh Third Stone from the Sun. This was the work of the group's guitarist, Rob Manzoli. Since the Fairbrass brothers weren't familiar with Hendrix deep cuts, <laughs> they had no idea the riff came from another song until the Hendrix estate threatened legal action. Yes, uh, the sample uh, They sample a sound effect from the 1972 track Think About It by Lynn Collins. The background drums are a sample of the 1987 track Hot Pants by Bobby Bird. In terms of songs that sample this one, there's a pretty heavy list. I've got a couple here. Okay. August 2009, the English girl group Sugar Babes int- included an interpolation of this song in their single, Get Sexy. <laughs> yes. In 2017, Taylor Swift released her single, Look What You Made Me Do, and credited Right Said Fred as the chorus of her track follows the same rhythmic pattern of the line, I'm too sexy for my shirt. I guess if you got, you know, just just avoid trouble, I guess. I guess
1: so, I guess so, yeah. Uh,
0: but yes, now we're down to rhythmic patterns being a problem. Yeah, apparently. Uh, in 2021, Drake released the song Way Too Sexy with American rappers Future and Young Thug, which samples and interpolates the track, and uh, the Drake song hit number one, And in 2022, Beyonce released the song Alien Superstar as part of her seventh studio album, which interpolates the track as well.
1: There we go. A little bit of a resurgence.
0: Yes. Believe it or not, there are 15 covers of this song on Who Sampled. my gosh. A few of note, The Cheeky Girls. Ooh, The Cheeky Girls. Covered this one in 2007. I said, it's not awful, but it is totally unnecessary. The Chipmunks covered this one in 1996, and it sucks as bad as you would imagine. I also I imagine. wrote, hearing Alvin talk in a sexy voice is disgusting. <laughs> yes. Crazy Frog covered this in 2006, and I said, it's actually not horrendous, except for the part where the stupid fucking frog scats. Yes. There's a group called Queen of Japan who covered this in 2002, and then I wrote in all caps, it sucks. Yes. Yes. Uh, Music video. Alright. So the music video was directed by James LeBob. video. The video plays up the campy nature of the song with the Fairbrass brothers and various modeling scenes being photographed by girls in bikinis. A lot of it takes place outdoors around the Notting Hill area of London. This was because uh, an electrical problem forced them out of their indoor set uh, after a day of shooting. That's according to Song Facts. Uh, okay. Tom Brahan said of the video... The video was just as memorable as the song. The Fairbrass brothers were outlandish figures, two yoked and oiled-up bald guys with tearaway mesh shirts and leather pants. (laughs) According to IMDB, uh, at 1 minute 40 in the video, Fred Fairbrass removes Richard Fairbrass's cowboy hat. The gesture was improvised by Fred, hence the reaction of Richard to be shocked by the removal (laughs) being genuine. Now, I watched the video... The fucking hat is tied to a string and goes to his brother's hand. So it's I, gimmick. so I, yeah, so I doubt that this was improvised. <laughs> was unless, totally. unless he tied it up without his brother knowing, which would be genius. <laughs> it would be a great prank. Yeah. Uh, my own notes: so many buff dudes and ladies, so many sexy poses. Yes. When they sing the chorus, they have shots of a fashion show. Lots of cuts to models dancing to the song. And at the end, when he sings about being too sexy for his cat, there is an actual cat chasing a string. Yes. Do you, nice. do you want to give comments here or the ratings?
1: I'm just going to rate it, I think.
0: <laughs> the video.
1: I mean, these dorks are awful. And, and and maybe that's the point. I'm actually not sure. Lots of gyrating, lots of crotch thrusts. <laughs> I mean, it gets the message of the song across. and uh, It is chock full of hot bods and sexy studs. Uh-huh. I think the production value is pretty bad, Uh-huh. and I, I, I'm calling it a bit of a mess. Uh, it's not the worst thing I've seen. I'm going to give it a three out of ten.
0: All right. Uh, I'm giving the video a six. Yes. I think it accomplishes what it sets out to accomplish. It's not supposed to be serious. It's not boring. I mean, it helps that the song is three minutes long. It is totally over the top and dumb, but I think that that's what it was meant to be. Uh, they're not trying to take themselves too seriously, and I think it works. So I'm giving it uh, high praise. Right on. Uh, what about the song? So I hate the
1: song, <laughs> and uh, you know, I'm not. I'm not going to go crazy on this thing. I mean, '90s dance is just such a toss-up, uh, and this is like kind of, for me one of the bad ones. Uh, I just think musically, it's just it's just not good, I, and the funniness is is limited as well. But all said, I think there's that one little bass lick that's pretty nice. Um I like this that uh, that it ends really abruptly cuz that smash to silence is very pleasing if you don't like the song. <laughs> yes. Um I teased off air during our last recording session that I was it was going to be a 0 out of 10 for me, but I'm going to save that rating for a song that is really really truly offensive. Yeah. And this is overall just tame. I'm going to give it a 1 out of 10.
0: Oh, right. <laughs> still pretty low. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> I don't like it. All right, I'm giving the song a 4. All right. Uh, so, you know, a solid two stars in my iTunes. I don't know if I would listen to it through anywhere, but I wouldn't like go out of my way to shut it off. I don't think it's horrible. I, it's obviously not a good song. Like, <laughs> So let's get that out of the way. Now, in our last episode, I gave Mm-mm-mm-mm by Crash Test Dummies a zero. Uh, the, the-
1: there was more to that, though. I'd, actually, I did feel we were a little harsh, but after listening to it back, I don't think we were in giving it a bad, because I gave it a one as well. I just think that one is more egregious for different reasons.
0: Yeah, so my... The difference The difference I'm going to put, because people are going to be like, you gave this a four and that other one a zero is... Like, they wanted that to be art. Like, they were... Yeah,
1: that's what I mean. They were going
0: for it to be artsy and serious and, like, this, you know, this real impactful thing. And it sucks. Yeah. Whereas this song, they want it to be stupid. And they accomplished their goals. So... Uh, I'm going to give it a four because I don't right. think it's offensive.
1: Well, and you liked it when you were young too. That that helps. I had the you know, That does help boost these things uh, when you're, you know, if it's something that you
0: really enjoyed when you were younger, it, it's hard to shake that. The the tape sucks. I mean, surprise, surprise.
1: I can't imagine.
0: Uh, there is a song, another single on it called "Don't Talk, Just Kiss." Have you heard this song? I have not. With with one of the lyrics, <laughs> "Let your tongue fool around." <laughs> God, uh, come on yep anyways that's right said Fred everybody what have yes. you got cooking for next time
1: it was, a, it was a, that, that was a good episode uh, in the end I said oh do we have to talk about it? I'm glad we did um, on Friday we're talking uh, some Tina Turner yes uh, with uh we don't need another hero open parenthesis Thunderdome yes close parenthesis
0: can't wait to talk about yeah. what the WWE did during the pandemic <laughs> the Thunderdome <laughs>
1: The thunder
0: though yes ah that's my joke <laughs> anyways way to go buddy yeah if you want to write us and tell us some of your own jokes send us a okay. note superhitspodcast at gmail.com hit us up on twitter at super hits cast on instagram at super hits podcast my name is alan i'm slip with five eyes on all the social medias And
1: okay, you see uh, megamix.com.com is my website thanks for listening friends see you.